Welcome to the Fittest Shite Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Shite, and it's good to be back. I took off last week, but I'm very excited because this stuff we're going to go over is just really important, macronutrients and hydration. So we're going to go over this week, protein. Next week, we'll go over hydration. And then the following two weeks, we'll go over fats and carbohydrates. I'm going to try to break them down as simple as possible. And then we're going to get into why they tend to be a problem, why they tend to be helpful, why they're important, and practical ways to implement them into your goals. So there you go. That's the next four weeks. But let's jump into today's podcast, which is going to be protein. There's probably a lot of reasons that most of us don't get enough of this. But one of the basic reasons I, I think that I see most of my clients struggling with it is that most of protein, quality, good protein, is something that you have to cook. It's not convenient to the uh, consumer. It's not convenient to grab and go. Carbs and fats are much easier grab and go kind of food. Protein has to be planned, uh, typically has to be cooked, and uh, you don't want to eat so much beef jerky or what's another one? Greek yogurt or cottage cheese um, that you get sick, right? So you need to plan it. And that's what we're going to talk about. But before we get into that, why is protein even important? Well, I said number one, uh, aside from trying to get bigger muscles and be a meathead and all, protein really is huge for recovery and muscle tissue. It is responsible for those things. So number one, recovery and muscle tissue. Any form of training that you want to do, whether it be cardio or resistance training or anything that kind of falls within the scope of those types of exercises, requires muscle breakdown. So over the long term, your body will not be able to create an adaptive response to your training if you're not getting enough protein. That's just plain and simple science right there. So everything's about adaptations if you're trying to get faster, stronger, or leaner. So what that means is that you need to have your body be in a place to be more adaptive. Protein helps with that. This is one reason you might feel like you're working so hard and not seeing any progress getting stronger or getting leaner or performing better, right? Kind of breaking into those three different types of goals. But protein is helpful for all three of those. So if someone comes to me and they say, well, I just want to look better, I say, okay, where's your protein at? And we talk about that because that's going to be essential. Someone comes to me in the nutritional consult and they say, well, I want to get stronger. I say, okay, where's your protein at? Because that's one of the things we're going to need to recover from strength training to continue to get stronger. Someone comes to me and says, well, um, I just want to get healthier. I say, okay, this is where we're going to move on to the next one. Where's your protein? And the reason that one's important is for number two. So we talked about recovery and muscle tissues, number one. Protein stimulates the release of glycogen is number two. So the release hormone, just think release hormone. So the first one will be an R, responsible for recovery. The second one will be an R, release hormone, or what we call glycogen, right? And, th- and so insulin's your storage hormone, simply put. Glycogen is your release hormone, Right, and it's it's where energy is stored and then released for energy. So clearly, releasing stored energy 
and not storing new calories will provide favorable body composition and aesthetics, but it's also going to get those two hormones to operate in a healthy state, right? We want to have enough protein in our diet that we use insulin well and we we use glycogen well. So that's where general health is important. And then our third point is going to be protein helps with fat loss, hair repair, skin repair, and regulating hormone levels. And it allows our body to regulate and stay in a state of homeostasis. So there you go. It's kind of the basic science of how I can kind of break it down as simple as possible for, for people to apply that. I hope I've won you over with those three points. There's there's more points, obviously, I could do, but I'm not trying to do a long podcast on this. I'm trying to make it simple and practical, which is which is the point of my podcast. But recommendations that I would move on to is I'll try to break them up into kind of three categories. So how much protein should you get in your diet, right? That's cool and all that we just talked about, why it's important. How much should you get it in? It depends on your goal. Uh, as all good nutrition or fitness coaches will say it's it really the best answer is it depends so if your goal is to lose body fat and you're in a place that says your body is ready for cutting calories then i would suggest anywhere from 0.8 to 1 gram per body weight i think it's a really good safe place to say for people who are trying to look leaner lose a little bit of weight but not lose muscle so 0.8 to 1 gram so what you do is you just look at your weight Put your weight in, multiply it times 0.8, or multiply it times 1. Obviously, that's going to give you the same number as your weight. Pretty simple math. If you are a performance athlete, and you're trying to get personal records, and you're trying to get your back squat stronger, or if you're an aesthetic client who's trying to add muscle mass, so let's say you're in a bulk season, but you want to get more lean muscle mass on your body. I would go higher on your protein. For most of the research I've read, it would be anywhere between 1 and 1.2 grams. I've seen higher. I don't know that you necessarily need to. Some people might. Depends on your body type. But for general population, most people would do well on 1 to 1.2 grams per body weight. And if you're not sure what your goal is, which a lot of us may not, then try to figure out, in the meantime, um, aim for one gram per body weight is kind of a safe bet. That's hard to do, right? Most people do not want to eat that much protein or are even getting close to it. So if you're an overweight client, right, you're 30 pounds or more overweight, then I would go with what your desired weight is and then do my 0.8 to one grams. So like for instance, if you're 300 pounds, and you desire to be 200 pounds, I would eat 200 grams of protein, not 300 grams of protein. Um, and I would, I would start there. So practical, those are some recommendations I have. Practical stories of how this is really important. And if you're listening to this, you should pl- apply this as best you can because I've had at least eight to 10 clients who've done really well losing weight. They've shown up, they worked out hard, they're down five, seven pounds, they're super excited to get on the in-body here in the gym. And you know, the ironic thing is that they lost weight and they felt good, but on the in-body skin, it actually shows that they lost muscle mass and their body fat has actually gone up 
because the five pounds they lost, four of it was muscle and one of it was fat. So their weight went down five, seven pounds, which looks great on a scale. But when they actually get on to see what their lean body mass is, right, they're actually fatter, even though they're skinnier as far as, as weight goes. So how does this work? The body needs to burn calories to recover. And muscle is very, very calorie costly. It requires more calories to keep muscle in your body. Therefore, the body's job is to survive. And what it's going to do is it's going to get rid of that muscle. It's going to become cannabolic, right? Where it eats its own muscle up to survive because that muscle is too energy costly. This is why like for bodybuilders, as they're getting closer to stage prep, they need to up their, their protein very high or maintain it as high as they've been in their bulk while cutting everything else out, which is not extremely healthy. But that's the way they manipulate their body to not lose muscle mass while they're in an extreme cut. Otherwise, their body would get rid of a lot of the muscle. Now, they still lose muscle, but they lose muscle with fat and they, they mitigate the damage of losing too much muscle by adding a lot of protein in their diet. So in a, in a less intense way, what I'm saying is if you're a weight loss client and you're trying to cut 15, 10 pounds, right? Make sure that you're eating adequate protein while doing that so that you don't lose good weight. You want to hold on to lean muscle mass for lots of reasons uh, that we stated earlier, but also for the, for the, the realization that later down the road, it's easier to lose weight. It's easier to feel healthy. It's easier to um, have longevity if you have more muscle mass on your body right? Obviously not talking bodybuilding style, but I'm talking about like a good amount of lean muscle mass. We don't want to just be skinny fat to brag at the party that I weigh blah, 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 right? That's silly. That's not health. That's, that's arrogance, right? Health is understanding what my body needs, supplying that and trying to understand this and apply it to my body. So here's the answer to how to, how to avoid this. Eat more protein. It'll Make your digestive system burn more calories without you even doing anything but eating. It'll keep muscle mass. It'll allow you to feel better, right? That's, that's key. So here's how you do that. Plan to have protein at every meal. Before you start counting and getting on MyFitnessPal and, and making the, what's really an advanced, it's an advanced habit to count calories, most people don't have it or can do it well. So just plan to have some sort of protein at every meal that you eat, right? Meats, eggs, cottage cheese, Greek yogurt, things like this. Have it at every one of those things at every meal. Solution two, get other macros to help. Carbs. What are some good carbs that have protein in them? Quinoa, beans, lentils, right? If you're a vegan, those are kind of your go-to's. I guess you could add soy in too, but I'm not a big fan of soy for a whole nother podcast. But if you're going with your fats and you want to get your fats to help out, think about cheese, cashews, nuts, things like that. And then solution three, I would say plan snacks that are high in protein, right? If you need to eat on the go, bring some jerky bars with you. So Epic Jerky Bar has about 15 grams of protein. Greek yogurt with some hemp seed has about 20 grams of protein, 
there's a whole market of protein shakes for this very reason of what we're talking about. Um, so you can drink one of those with 20, 25 grams. If you do it with whole milk, like I do, you can add a lot more protein than just that. Um, but those are, those are some really simple, easy ways to just try to get a little bit more protein in your diet without having to always eat more chicken. All right. Action steps. Figure out how much you need to get in your goals. That's number one. Have an idea of a number. You don't need to count it, but you need to have an idea in your head so that you can know if you're heading in the right direction or not. Otherwise, you're just kind of aiming carelessly. So it's 0.8 to 1. If you're trying to be in a cut, grams per body weight. 1 to 1.2 if you're trying to add muscle or be a performance athlete. So performance would be CrossFit. And then if you're overweight and trying to cut weight, either go off of what you would like to be weight-wise or if you're not that 30 pounds over body weight, try to stay between one gram and 0.8 again. All right, so that's first part. Figure out how much you need to get in. Action step number two, track three days to see where you are with just your protein. So I challenge you to do that. Track three days, it'll be very sobering. You don't have to do it forever. It's not gotta be a habit. It just has to be something that you try for three days. And then last one, Grill or bake protein in bulk so you can grab and go. For most people that are just starting out, I find that if you're not someone who enjoys cooking on a regular basis and you're not someone who has good habits of cooking every day, making your food, I would make my protein in bulk twice a week. So make a Wednesday and a Saturday, right? You do an hour's worth of cooking some protein, uh, whatever that protein is, make some carbohydrates and fat proteins with that um, so cook up some quinoa with some chicken um, cook up some beans with beef things like that and have those be some of your staples so that you know you're getting enough in if you do this you will see some really great results you'll feel more energy you'll be more hormonally regulated and you'll probably start seeing some some real gains in whatever your goal is so Hope this is helpful. Uh, next week, we'll talk about hydration, how important it is, especially as summer's coming, and what you should be drinking, how much you should be drinking, what you could be depleted of from over-drinking, and all that fun stuff. So like and subscribe. Give me uh, five stars if you haven't rated us yet, and look forward to more time with you in the